Hey, hey, Chip and Allison, back read again. through the Bible together. Yeah. It's been an honor, Allison. It has been you know, wonderful. It's, it's do, been kind we, of neat. To, we've set some records. And yeah, we have. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. We miss Eric for sure. But, we uh, do miss he, Eric. He'll be back soon, maybe even tomorrow. Who knows? Hopefully he's See recovering well. and Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully know. he's getting you know his work in and mm-hmm. doing his research. And mm-hmm. I think know. he is. Yeah. I've spoken with him. He seems like he's yeah getting at it, doing a lot of stuff. That's that's good. Probably going star crazy, doing push ups and chin ups, mm-hmm. and all those mm-hmm. good things as well. He's really good at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get that upper so, body strength fidelity. Right. Yeah. Well, all right, Allison. What's well, today? Speaking of today, today is day three thirty eight. Day three thirty eight. Three thirty eight, Debbie Miles. Yep, just for you. And we're going to read Matthew. One, two, three, four. All right, we are. Matthew, one, Matthew. two, three, four. All right, four. Matthew, four. It's the golfing chapter. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> I specifically said Chip Oh, I can do it. I'll do it. I, no, I'm looking at these, I'll and I think it. these might be. These are easy. You do the first section, I'll do the second. Okay. This is a record of the ancestors of Jesus the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Aminadab. Aminadab, mm-hmm. Aminadab was the father of Nation. Na, is that how you say it? Yeah. Nation. Nation was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abijah. Abijah was the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Jehoram. Jehoram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh was the father of Ammon. Ammon was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jehoiachin and his brothers, born at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the Babylonian exile, Jehoiachin was the father of Sheatil. Sheatil was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abiud. Abiud is the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Achim. Achim was the father of Eliud. <laughs> How did you say that? Just wrong with Eliud that. Eliud was yeah. the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of <coughs> Mathen. Mathen was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mm-hmm. Mary gave birth to Jesus, mm-hmm. who is called the Messiah. All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian exile, and 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. Wow. It's all about the Messiah. Mm -hmm. Well, this is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So... He decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet, saying, Look, the virgin will conceive a child. 
she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from the eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We're still here. I'm sorry. I didn't know if it was still recording. Yeah, we're still recording. Okay, I'm back. Hey, all right. Welcome back. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, my phone was dying. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's where, still dying because we better hurry up. Okay, where's the newborn king of the Jews? We saw the, his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he, saw, when he heard this, as there was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the lead priests and teachers of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you, who will be a shepherd for my people Israel. Then, Her- Her- okay. oh, no, I, I. then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. He went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and they worshipped him. And they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Get up! Flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. The the angel says, So stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and married his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet, saying, I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah, saying, A cry was heard in Mama, weeping in great mourning. Rachel reaps for her children, weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, the angel said. Take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child is dead. So Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. When he returned to the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus. He was afraid to go there. Then, after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophet had said. He will be called a Nazarene. In those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. For food, he ate locusts and wild honey. People from Jerusalem and from all of Judea and all over the Jordan Valley went to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, they baptized them in the Jordan River. 
But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to watch and baptize, he denounced them. You brood of snakes, he exclaimed, who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe, for all, we're all descendants of Abraham. That means nothing, for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Even now the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone is coming who is greater than I am, so much greater that I am not worthy to even be his slave and carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat and the, with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. And Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism... As Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For forty days and forty nights he fasted and became very hungry. During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. <coughs> then the devil took him to the holy city Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple, and he said, If you are the Son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say, He will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold, up, hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, The scriptures also say, You must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdom of the world and their glory. I will give all, of the, all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, for the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He went first to Nazareth, and he left there and moved to Capernaum, beside the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. In the land of Zebulun and Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land, where death cast its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Repent of your sins, and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. And he called, to the, called, to them, uh, called them to come, too. They immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching the synagogues, announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick, whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed. He healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the ten towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. And, and that, that is our reading today. today.
today. All right, Allison, we read that Woo! two questions of mine. What to say about God, mm-hmm. and what's this say about us? So, Chip, what does this tell us about God? This tells us, this tells me, that God provides a Savior. And he's the Messiah, and his name is Jesus. He was the much-anticipated one, but even when he arrived on the scene, he wasn't what people expected. And uh, then he did amazing things. He, he uh, conquered temptation by quoting the word of God because he wanted to stay true to the will of God because he is the Son of God, and he cannot sin. And then he healed people because he loved people, and he cared for people. And then he attracted this mass following because of who he was and what he did. He is the Messiah. God provides a Savior, long-awaited Messiah Savior, now on the scene that we see him, and he is shaking things up. So God provides a Messiah. That's what it tells me about God. So, Allison, what's this tell us about us? I was kind of <coughs> hovering around the, the temptation part here where Jesus was tempted. Yeah. Um, and you said, you said something. Oh, you said when he was tempted and he um, responded with scripture. Yep. Did you say that? You said the, that, yeah, right? Yeah, the word of God. Yeah, yeah with the word of God. Um, and what's uh, what jumped out at me this time, so did so did Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, what it tells us about tells me about us is that we have to really know the word of God yeah. um, to know when it's not being used correctly. So yeah. I've heard um, the other podcast that we listened to back, uh, the Bible recap, she would say you have to, um, if you're uh, wondering about um, a, a particular scripture and how to understand it, um, com- use other scripture to <coughs> compare it to, to determine what you can't take it by itself. Com- use other scripture um, to compare. Yeah. And so that's I feel like Jesus did that exact thing because he was like, well, yeah. well, hang on. It says he'll he'll order his angels to protect you yeah. and they'll hold it. And he says, but he also but the scriptures also say, mm-hmm. do not, you must not test the Lord your God. So like, what I think this tells us about us is we have to know the word of God yeah. so much so that we not only know it, but we know when it's being used out of context. That's so good. And it's happening all the time today. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time. And people... I see it. I sat down with a couple probably over a year ago now, and just like they know the Word of God, and I read them the Word of God, but they've they've twisted it to support their own ideologies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it doesn't say that, mm-hmm. and you know, and and we got to watch that, and that's why it's so important to know it. Jesus knew it because he is the Word of God, right. um, but he knew it, <clears throat> and uh, he was able to detect Satan who was twisting it. Mm-hmm. So. That's what they say. The more you know the truth, the easier it is to detect a counterfeit. That is sneaky. That's sneaky. He was being sneaky. He was being really sneaky. And so, yeah, we gotta we got to be on top of things. And I just think, and we said this on this show before, um, that it's always good when people are talking about the Word of God and it sounds sneaky. You know, it's like, okay, like, where does it say that? You know, tell me where it says that. And they show you, okay. So, like, does he really mean that? Because like, look at this context. That's what you said Jesus did, and I thought that was great. Mm. Good, good stuff there. Context is very important. Mm-hmm. And going back to the Word of God yeah, is so important. Wow, this was a great one today. I like... It was good, Allison. I like... Yeah, it was nice reading with Jesus, you. Jesus, it is. It's it was fun. a lot of fun. This is fun. Yeah, Eric, we miss you. We do. Um, I'm sure everyone else misses you. I won't tell you about all the fan mail that I've received asking me to come back. Yeah, I mean, we it's got not, 
loads of it. It's now, really so. not. I yeah. mean, we won't talk I about mean, it. Uh, yeah. There's the no post need. office called us. We had to come pick it up, but they, they just stopped delivering it. Well, they said, it you know, much. it was like, you know, when kids write letters to Santa, you know, oh, and it overwhelms it was at them. That level. That's what they said. Yeah, and I was I, like, I okay, sure. we'll come get it. I believe it for sure. So Alice. we went, we're just right down the road. We came yeah, and got it. I know. So anyway, yeah. Well, well, it was great being here with you guys. Eric, work. we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. But you never know. God has another plan. That's so true. We'll follow his plan first. That's but true. That's speaking true. of plan, we better go. All right. Bye. Bye.